Shalom, Shalom, Bracha. We're recording now, Yom Hamishi, the Pashas Nosoi, the week following Shavuos, Friday Shabbos Shavuos. I hope we all had a fulfilling Shavuos, uh, whether it's for the Shavuos itself or, of course, for Shavuos and all the additional dainties that come along. So now our thoughts turn towards the summer months and those Pashiites that are always indicative of summer's arrival and the summer to come in Mitzvah Shem. Okay, Pashas Nasser discusses, of course, many things, one of them being the subject of a Nasser. Uh, those who followed Afyami have just gone through those Mesech, the site, the Nasser. Okay, let's see now, we're going to learn from what Rav Michal Berenbaum, Zech Tzadik Lebracha, the Mashpikiach Ber of Moshe, an MTJ for many years, uh, says it in Shmuz, the book titled Michal Shmuzin. Okay, we're learning before Ashlema. Okay, one last notice, I'm sorry. Before that, the Pashas Nasa is here in Golis, outside of Eretz Yisrael, where in Eretz Yisrael this Pashat Shabbos, being that Shavuos was one day, Friday, Eretz Shabbos, they're laying Pashas Ba'aloyska. It uh, catches up to each other during the summer. You know, Bochum go back and forth between Pesach, Shavuos, and all the various uh, halachas that are involved in that. Okay, now, Zog the Mashkiach and Pashas Nasa for us here in Golis. And I quote, Rashi, Somebody creates, makes himself a nozer. So Rashi quotes the Gemara in the beginning of the which is familiar to us, Tafiyami learners, that someone who sees himself, why is the Torah placed nozer next to Saita? Because someone who sees a Saita be kakula in the, the disgrace. Then Yazim and Ayay, Yatsmim and Ayayin, Shu, maybe the day, Niyuf. The self person will make himself a nether not to drink wine because it brings, somehow brings people to Niyuf. As much as they write here in the book, promiscuous behavior. So, despite the fact that taking the, the nether of another is considered, at least to one opinion, to be a reprehensible act. One who actually witnesses the ill effects of a sex of excessive wine is encouraged to do so. Dr. Mashkiach, a person sins, like the Gemara says, only because he's overtaken by a spirit of irrationality. This is especially so in the case of the Avera of adultery. One who commits adultery with a woman lacks sense. Pasuk in, in Mishlei. Proverbs 6.23, it says here. Generally, man's actions seem to be guided by common sense and logic, but in this case it is clear that this person has been overcome by irrational forces, such as passion, obsession, etc. When someone witnesses the outcome of such illogical behavior, he has no choice but to take the drastic step of taking the nether of being a nozer, although this is frowned upon in the usual normal, under normal circumstances. Similarly, the Gemara Nandaram, the Gemara tells us that it is considered virtuous to take a, quote, oath to perform a mitzvah 
in order to motivate oneself to be to act expeditiously with Jesus, although usually a person should not make a, a oath, should not take an oath. However, sometimes in someone's battle against the Eight Sahara, one is advised to take certain steps, drastic steps, which might usually be discouraged in other situations. In fact, the Sefer HaChinuch, which we are learning in different Shur, in Mitzvah Tuf Lamed Dalet, writes in the name of the Ramban that such Shavuos, such oaths, are what the Torah means by its Mitzvah of Dov Kaboy, to cleave Takadish Baruch Deuteronomy 10.20. Indeed, in the Durham Dav Bays, the Chachamim imply that the whole institution of Naziris in general is in its ideal form, a way to combat the Eight Sahara. There's a machlek, it's a disagreement in the Gemara in the Tainist Yiral from Yiral of Mashkiach as to whether another Nazar is considered Kadosh or alternatively as a Chaita, as a, a holy person or a sinner, for needlessly denying oneself a permitted pleasure for no reason is a Chait, and that's what another is doing. This argument requires Mashkiach some explanation. There is no other act in the Torah concerning which there is a discussion as to whether it is commendable or condemnable. Taisus and Baba Kama Zakta Mashkiach Sadi Alpha Mebez asserts that both the positive and negative, the Asay Loisa Say aspect of being a Nazar are true. He compares this to the Gemara in Masechus Brachas Dafamad Alf. I'm sorry, that permits fasting on Shabbos. Uh, if you read the Mephoshim there, based on the Gemara Shabbos, explain that this is dealing with a case of someone who had a very disturbing dream and wishes to annul whatever bad omen the dream have, may have indicated. But this requires that the person carry out a second fast during the week to atone for Kapara, for the Avera, of the word here they use as abrogating the joy of Shabbos by fasting. Here too we find the paradoxical paradoxical situation of a mitzvah, which has a very high level of importance, but which in fact involves a minor avera in the course of its fulfillment, fasting on Shabbos. The explanation of this phenomenon is as follows. If a person would perfect his if a person would perfect his appreciation of the feeling of the sanctity and serenity of Shabbos, he would not let himself become so disturbed by a bad dream. When a person has not reached this epitome of a sensitivity to Shabbos and does does feel distressed because of his dream, so then he is permitted to address this, this feeling of anguish by fasting. But again, he must atone for his lack of sensitivity to the sacred aura of Shabbos by fasting again on a weekday. The same could be applied in the case of another. A person who has achieved per perfection in his self-control should be able to withstand the temptations and trials of life simply by coming to an intellectual realization that an Avera doing a sin is not worthwhile. An ideal person should not have to resort to external schemes to overcome his Yetzirah, but... If a person witnesses the sight and begins to feel that intellectual alone does not protect him from Avera, then he must take a vow, a nether of a Nazir, and thereby attain the higher level of sanctity that is attained, attained by the Nazir. Becoming a Nazir is indeed an act of Kedusha of holiness and is meritorious 
if Munasa arrived, married. In and of itself, but it is considered to be a failure in one's strength of character that he could not attain the same spiritual heights without resorting to vows and self-restrictions. It is, at one end, the same time, an attainment of sanctity and an indication of a spiritual weakness. But, what exactly is the nature of the Nazar's higher spiritual level? Ibn Ezra's Akhtamashkiach, in commenting on the unusual verb the Torah uses in describing the undertaking of Nazar's Nedah, Yafli, explains that the Nazar is doing something that is contrary to what the rest of the people of the world do. Most people follow their physical desires, while the Nazar strives to distance himself from them and control them. In, in, in the Pasuk, in Vav Zayn, uh, 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 this week's past, he notes that according to one opinion, the word Nazir is related to the word Nezer, meaning crown, quote, quote, unquote, as the Torah actually says in Pasuk Zion, Ki Nezer Elikov, the crown of Hashem is upon his head. He explains that people in general are, are enslaved to their passions and only someone who frees himself from that, quote, enslavement can truly be considered a king a master of his own character. According to the Ibn Ezra, then, the greatness of the Nazar is, in fact, that he overpowers his physical desires and restricts himself even in matters that were not previously forbidden to him. This idea of the importance of exercising control over one's physical impulses is expressed by the Chacham, quote, the righteous rule over their hearts, while in the case of the wicked, it is their hearts who rule over them. When the Nazar finishes fulfilling his vow for the specific period of time, the Torah calls for him to offer, among other uh, karbanas, a, carbon, a, a sin offering. Why the Nazar should be obligated to do this is not explained in the Torah, but the Ramban suggests that it is to, quote, atone for the lapse in the level of the sanctity that Nazar is about to undergo by renouncing his Naziris and returning to normal life. It would have been better for him to permanently retain his previous heights of Kedusha, his spiritual heights. According to this interpretation of the Ramban, the laws Halachis of Nazar teach us an important lesson about our spiritual levels in general. A regular person does not bring a sin offering for being involved with day-to-day mundane matters. It is only the Nazar who had to refrain somewhat for a brief time from the pleasures of life and is now about to return to normal who must do so. Each person is judged differently for the same act. People who have achieved a higher level of ruchness are held to a higher standard than others. As the Chacham tells us on Tehillim in Chavtes Dalit, the sound of Hashem is through strength. Homiletically, this teaches that Hashem responds to each individual according to his own personal strengths. Just as Shlema Melech, King Shlema commands us, Give honor to Hashem from your wealth, which means, according to your monetary means, so too each person is required to serve Hashem according to the spiritual resources at his disposal. The more a person is capable of giving to Hashem, both monetarily and spiritually, the more that is expected of him to give. The story is told in the Gemara, of someone who had undergone an otherworldly experience. He had been deathly ill and actually had a glimpse of the world to come before recovering his health. Rabbi Shua asked him, what did you see there? He replied, I saw an upside-down world, exalted people at the bottom and lowly people at the top. 
Rabbi Yeshua responded to him, What you saw was the world of truth. Mabit, in his work, Beis Kim explains, that in the world to come, people are judged not according to their achievements, but according to their potential to, to achieve. Thus, a person who achieves a lofty status in this world in the eyes of men may find himself in a lower position in the world of truth than people of a lesser stature who use, utilize their full potential. This idea mirrors the lesson of the Nazareth, that a higher level of spirituality entails not so much the distinction as the obligation and responsibility. In a similar vein, the al notes that warding of the Pasuk afterwards, after he's a Nazareth, the Nazareth may drink wine, although the Torah is referring to a person who has fulfilled the required time period of being a Nazareth, brought all the prerequisites carbonus uh, and performed all the necessary rituals, it is still refers to him as the Nazareth. This, he explains, is to show that even if the Nazareth has completed his nether, he must continue to act with a higher degree of purity of holiness than an average person. Although he, quote, may now drink the wine, he should still continue to restrict his enjoyment of worldly pleasures and retain some trace of his previous spiritual elevation. Perhaps this concept, Dr. Meshkiach, can shed some light on the difficult Gemara. Gemara Sanhedrin, Dafav Amabez, we are told, quote, anyone who praises Yehuda is tantamount to being a blasphemer, for it says, he who blesses the one who seeks unjust monetary gain, Baitseah blasphemies Hashem. And Yehuda is the one who said in the Apostle in Bratius, what monetary gain is there, my Batsa, if we kill our brother? Let us sell him to the Ishmaelim instead. Yehuda is the only brother who had enough pity on Yosef to save him from death and instead sell him into slavery. Yet, it is Yehuda who, of all the brothers, is denounced to the point that we are forbidden to praise him. The explanation of this difficulty lies in what was discussed above. Yehuda's brothers, for whatever reason, had decided that Yosef had done something for which he deserved to die. Yehuda realized that this punishment was actually too harsh for Yosef, and he rose above his brothers by suggesting that Yosef's punishment be mitigated. But once he rose to the level of understanding, he was held accountable for not doing more to save Yosef. He was judged according to his level of understanding, and they, the brothers, according to their own. Just as a person's reward for mitzvahs is commensurated to the amount of effort he exerts, the reward corresponds to the toil, mission of his, hey, love, so is he held culpable for failing to apply himself according to his full potential. Thank you so much. I could Shabbos. And I'll close with the song. I hope my voice doesn't annoy you. That I learned, I heard on a Dove Dove tape many years ago. Lefum Saragra, they told him. Lefum Saragra, the harder the work is to do, the more Sukha Hashem gives you. Lefum Saragra, good Shabbos.